welcome, welcome to the SubHub Podcast. I'm MK Sullivan. And I'm Danny Moreno. And this episode is brought to you by NeverSecond. NeverSecond is a system of fueling products formulated specifically for endurance athletes and provides a blueprint for success by allowing the athletes to test, optimize, and perfect their fueling and hydration. They take the guesswork out of performance fueling. Use code SUBHUB25 at checkout for 25% off your order. Yes. And with that, we are so excited for you guys to join us today. Uh, today we have Roberto DeLorenzi. De, De sorry, DeLorenzi. Uh, he's a professional runner for Brooks based in the south of Switzerland. Roberto was the 2022 World Skyrunning Champion. Wow. And is currently tearing it up on both the Skyrunning and Golden Trail World Series this year. Roberto was fifth at Sierra Zanal, sixth at Pikes Peak Ascent, and third at Mammoth Trailfest. Uh, along, along with second place at the Dolomites Sky Race. And he is currently going into the final ranked second overall. We are so excited to have him. Welcome, Roberto. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, I'm doing great. <laughs> of course. How are you feeling after um, your trip to America? I imagine you've probably been home for like a week now, but still exhausting. Yeah, I'm doing really, really great. But the, the two races in America were really tough for me. I would say better than last year because I was also last year in the, in the US and I was not so trained for altitude and I really suffered a lot, both of races, bike speak and flag stuff. And this year I, I was more prepared on altitude. I did uh, quite a lot of elevation training, some uh, 4,000 meters peaks here in, uh, in Switzerland. And yeah, the races weren't uh, really good. Bike speak sixth. As you mentioned, just a sprint finished for the fifth place. And uh, yeah, and then uh, Flagstaff, third place. I was a bit lucky with the third place because uh, I was sixth. And then uh, somebody get lost. And yeah, good for me. But uh, yeah, it was like a third, third place, not so deserved. Like, yeah. And yeah, I turned back uh, on two weeks now, not one week. And then... Um, yeah, time's I, flying. Yeah, three days after I flew to Spain to do another marathon in the in the mountains. So yeah, it was quite tough. But yeah, now I'm just training a bit. Uh, last uh, last ten days, uh, hard ten days before the final, and yeah, and then we'll see there. Yeah, you ran Ultra Pirineo, right? Yeah. How'd that go? Ah, really good. I I didn't expect so good because uh, I. After three days uh, from uh, getting back to US, I uh, get another flight to to Spain. Uh, jet lag was quite good, but yeah, generally I was not so feeling super super. But yeah, I I finished second. I I was uh, two minutes uh, under the 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 old record of uh, John John Albon. So yeah, yeah, really good, really good. The the Kenyan guy was faster than me, Robert Kemboy. So yeah, was really really fast. But um, yeah, I was also. Really, yeah, I was really happy with my years there. Yeah, it was cool seeing you and Julia tear it up. Uh, Julia is Julia Font is also one of his teammates on Brooks, um, and she won and got the new course record. Personally, I'd like to think it maybe was an altitude boost. I mean, from the time you got to to Pikes, you know, along with your fitness, you guys had probably been in altitude for like three weeks, and not just like. 6,000 feet or 1,500 meters, like you were pretty much above 
7,000 feet for three weeks straight with all of your traveling. Um, but yeah, that was, that was incredible and really cool to see you guys do that coming off of being in America. Yeah. Just going back to, to these two races, Pike's Peak, you had a sprint finish with Joe Gray, who, you know, in America, he's kind of one of our, our OG goats. He'll, he'll go down in history as one of the best sub ultra runners of all time as well. But how is it sprinting <laughs> at 14,000 feet? Cause I can't imagine like how fast that felt or if it felt in slow motion. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the last 10 uh, minutes of the race, uh, I seen uh, in front of me more or less one minute Joe and also Danny Ozens. They they were not going so fast and also a camera runner said to me ah they are really struggling you you can you can pick them you can uh, yeah pick up them and um, yeah so I tried really hard and uh, I was quite lucky to to overtake Danny really at the last minute of the race. And um, yeah, I, I was there with uh, Joe, I would say the last 30, 30 seconds. I really, really give uh, my best to to reach to reach him. And then uh, I think, yeah, with the, with the snow was really, really hard to overtake. Also the, the trail is really narrow and uh, the rocks there with snow. I could, I didn't have a space to, to overtake him. Maybe with another, uh, another maybe more place I could have, uh, um yeah overtaking but yeah was really really tough doing a sprint there but i wouldn't say that it's uh it's more tough uh, doing a sprint at 4000 meters uh, or uh, it's more tough doing a sprint at uh, sea level because uh, they are the last 20 seconds of the race so you are always doing uh, pushing your your limit and uh, yeah it was really something uh, special for me finishing uh, just with him and uh, yeah a good improvement and um, it was nice yeah sprinting a sprint finish is gonna hurt no matter what mentally yeah. and physically <laughs> yeah. so tell us a little bit about mammoth trail fest you you were saying that it felt maybe a little less deserved because people got lost some people got disqualified but like still a really great performance at you guys none of you guys were that far apart even if you you know don't feel like maybe you deserved it so tell us a little bit about that race and uh specifically I want to know like how did Dragon's Back feel um going up that you know what was that like four or five miles in mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah yeah I I tried Dragon Back uh, a few days before with uh, Remy Bonnet we went up there to to train it so yeah, I in the race I already done it, so I knew what I was uh, going to to do, and um, yeah, like here where I live, I do a lot of really hard uh, vertical training. So for me, it was not so 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 steep. That climb was uh, was quite good, and um, I would say that that day was really my day. Also from the start, I was feeling really really good. My my tactic was to to stay with uh, Eli Eming because uh, I was like third in general he was fourth he was just a few points be- behind me so I said he's really fast in altitude he had shown it uh, the week before in Pikes Peak so yeah my goal was to to keep uh, to to run with him and uh, and then maybe in the downhill or at the end of the uphill uh, to take a gap on him and yeah we were I, I was with him with other three four runners and um 
yeah, we, we started really fast because Remy and the, Ken the Kenyan guys uh, really went uh, from the gun. And uh, yeah, it was quite tough, the, the whole race. But uh, I would say that also the 10 days before in altitude, uh, for sure, was uh, was good for me. And, um, and yeah, after the, the first, I don't know, like four, five, no, maybe five kilometers, when begin the, the dragon back there, the steep part, I, I was feeling good. So I was uh, I was leading the, the little group uh, with the other five runners. And then, um, yeah, for me, it was really good. And also in the downhill, lucky for me, uh, Eli had some problems, so he lost some uh, some positions. And um, and yes, I also um, try the downhill a few days before. So I knew a little bit where to go and I had also the GPX on my watch. And it was also lucky that, uh, uh, Mika, the other uh, US guy from Brooks, um, like came from behind and uh, he knew also the really good the course. He sent me that he was there training a few weeks. So yeah, it was really when I was a little bit uh, lost, I didn't didn't find the, the flags. I just follow him and he was really running in the right direction always. So yeah, for me it was was good that I really never had problems. I would say never. Never lost. Maybe I lost maybe ten seconds once when I was alone, and then just few looked right and left. But uh, yeah, for me it was was good. But but the other runners, like I already said, somebody, somebody, uh, many athletes get get lost, and yeah, that's a bit a shame. But it can happen. It, it also happened at me uh, two months ago in another race. Yeah, it 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 can also happen. Yeah, it. it shouldn't happen in the like big uh, world series races but uh, yeah it can happen it's also happened to me and uh, yeah i was leading the race with uh, other two runners and then we, we finished seven and six so yeah can happen yeah definitely i, f I feel like that's always a, a tough place to manage and you just have to keep going forward, uh, regardless of which side of the situation that you're on. Uh, I think, like you said, we've all gotten lost at some point and it's extremely frustrating. Um, and I'll say for me personally, it happened like two times in a row. And then after that, I always check the course no matter what. And that's why I fly out to Europe early and, you know, just make sure that that's not the case. Um, but with that, uh, like Roberta was saying, just a little bit of context with this Golden Trail World Series, uh, these athletes are picking up points every time they race. So Roberto is a gamer because obviously he was pointing out that Eli was right behind him in the standing. So he was someone that he was uh, looking at as well uh, as he was doing these final two races. Um, but before we transition to the final, we just really wanted to touch upon Dolomites and or Dolomites Sky Race and Sears and Al because those were very impressive and incredible performances that I think deserve their own time. The first one being Dolomites. So that was your first Golden Trail uh, World Series race of the year. And going into that race, like I knew of you from sky running uh, and those results, et cetera. But the, the field was stacked with Steon, El Huzin, Manuel, Manuel Marias, Frederick Thanchard, the list goes on. Uh, and you ended up second. So how did that race kind of play out? And was it the downhill that you overtook people or the uphill? Yeah. Yeah, I came that race with a really good, uh, good feelings. 
really really good feeling although from the races before so i knew i was in a good shape i knew there was a lot of really strong athletes and uh, yeah my 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 goal was to to stay with them at the at the beginning really to to try that and uh, luckily for me the yeah stian and uh, elozin went a bit faster in the in the beginning but uh, i was just behind with uh, fred and um yeah, the beginning were with Fred, and um, yeah, I just uh, did my my race all out from the beginning. I reached the top in third place, and uh, in the downhill, luckily for me, we were in a good group with uh, Fred and also Daniel Patis, another teammate from Italy, and uh, yeah, we we really helped ourselves to to push maybe. Five minutes, one in front, and then another one, and yeah, then we pick up uh, Stian, like after twenty-five minutes in the downhill, and um, yeah, I I felt good in 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 the last five uh, k. Then Fred attacked Stian also, and uh, I just waited a little bit. I, I knew because I already did that did this race like three times before um, this year, so I really knew everything, every every meter. So I said. The last two kilometers are really steep and uh, but really runnable, and I attacked there and yeah, luckily for me, I I just dropped the Stian and uh, and Fred and finished second and that was my first race from of the season and uh, with that result, it was a really a hope for me to to perform also well in the in the other races of the season and finish with a good final and now I'm second before the final. It's really for me the plan was perfect. Yeah, well, it's so cool to come out with a bang like that. And I love how, you, I feel this is more of a European thing, but you guys and girls always say attack, which I love. Uh, I I don't know. I find myself saying like, oh, somebody put a surge or a move on me. Uh, but Europeans tend to be like, they attacked me. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. It was so exciting. Um, but I'm sure that had to be a huge confidence boost. I mean, you race against those guys all the time. And you know how amazing they are. And I'm yeah. sure you had confidence coming into this year, but coming out with that result first bang. Oh, that's so cool. And then following it up with a fifth place at Sears and all like that's, I, I know you had run the race once before and gotten 11th, but to be fifth place at Sears and all is insane. <laughs> so tell us about Sears and all a little bit. Yeah, I, Sears and all, I really prepared it quite well. I did a lot of, uh, also like flat trainings because before the years before I didn't train really a lot of, of flat and this re this year I also did that and um, I really felt also in Sierzinal better legs because Sierzinal is really you have this really steep part at the beginning but after you have like a half marathon a really runnable half marathon and you have to have really good legs there you, you can't uh, do the first 1500 vertical meters and then be dead because then the, the guys uh, pass you one every two minutes so yeah the race uh, my tactic was to to go fast from the beginning but uh, just to save a little bit of energy for the the last uh, 20k downhill yeah downhill a little bit of up and down and then downhill at the end and um, i knew the course i did it two two years ago and um, yeah the, the Remy and the, the Kenyans were too fast at the beginning, but I really went with my pace and uh, worked really well also that race. Uh, I was, uh, I don't know, position 10, something like that in uh, Chandolin, so uh, the half of the race. 
and then I I pushed hard. I I really left everything I had in, in the in the in the race, and uh, at the at the end I finished fifth. I was really 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 happy with that. I I could maybe add that. Uh, well, two years ago, I ran with the road shoes, not trail shoes, that race, because well, it's really so fast and not technical. And uh, I think uh, it can really help to run with road shoes. Maybe the last three Ks downhill, a bit steep, not the best, but uh, the first 27 Ks is so runnable, so fast that I used them in 2021. I used them this year and uh, both of the races went really good. So I think... Uh, also next year, I will run with the uh, road shoes. I'm curious, what shoes did you run in? So in 221, I ran with, I was with Vibram. So I ran with the uh, Nike Vaporflies. Okay. I had like, uh, a sole, a Vibram sole, but not trail sole, just uh, yeah, yeah. to have a bit more grip. And this year, this year, I ran with a prototype of uh, Hyperion uh, Tempo. No, sorry, cool. Hyperion, uh, Hyperion Elite of Pro. Cool. Wow, maybe that's that's the move. Road shoes on Sears and I love it. I I mean I will say for the viewers, Roberto is literally a sky running world champion, so his uh, proprioception and agility are maybe a little bit uh the most elite of the elite. Um, but yeah, I I don't think you would necessarily take a lot of time off by wearing road shoes, which is awesome. As in this case, yeah, I, I have to say place. that. I have to say that I struggled a little bit in the last three K with that shoes because they are, it was really yeah, it's not slippery. So yeah, it's slippery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, for the first uh, two hours and twenty was really perfect. <laughs> That's awesome. But yes, I would wouldn't recommend to all runners to run. <laughs> Everyone wear road shoes. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. gonna tell all my competitors you should really wear some road yeah, shoes yeah. for the last three <laughs> K, especially. <laughs> um. So we're going to transition to the final. Uh, again, this is a shorter episode, so kind of skipping on more of the background and stuff like that that we normally do. But for you, you won the Sky Running World Series last year. And this year, it seems like you leaned more into Golden Trail. I believe you're ranked 10th right now in the Sky Running World Championships. Are you going to do both? Or are you solely focusing on the Golden Trail World Series final and going to end your season there? Yeah, so last year I didn't won the series, but I won the world championships. So the oh, final race. Oh, the yeah, final race. The gotcha. Yeah, not the series. Yeah. And um, yeah, this year I, my goal was really trail, the golden trail. And I did three races of the sky running because you had to do three races for entering the final. So yeah, now my, my goal, my focus is really for the golden trail final in uh, in Italy, in uh, in Liguria. And after that, the week after is Limone. So the, the, the final of the sky running. So yeah, really now I, the focus is really giving my best on the golden trail. And then I will also run the, the final of, uh, of the sky running, but my goal is really to perform well in the, in the, in the, the golden trail finals. If uh, I don't perform so well, I'm a little bit tired from the finals in Limone the week after it's not so a problem. So yeah, I will also do it, but focus Golden Trail. So for the Golden Trail final, you are coming in, like we said, in second place. Um, but as you mentioned earlier, there are a lot of guys that are like pretty close to you. You got uh, Roberto has 520 points. Manuel has 516. Eli Hemming, 514. Patrick, 512. So 
it's a tight race right now. What is your strategy going into the race? And what do you think your strength is going to be um, for this course specifically? Yeah. So my strategy is to go all out from both of the races. The prologue is 8.7K with 400 vertical meters up and down. So it will be like something like 35 minutes race. So yeah, there I will really give my best. I don't know if we will start four by four or all together. So if we will start four by four, I will start with uh, Remy, with uh, Manuel and Eli. So yeah, stick with them and try to stay with Remy that he will for sure be really fast in the in the uphill. And uh, yeah, so for the prologue, we'll be really going super, super fast. And in the and then after that, looking a bit the the ranking how it is, and then uh, just to to stay if I can with uh, with the guys uh, for, for for the second race for the twenty six k to yeah maintain maybe the second place. I know that Patrick, if he's really in a good shape, I wish for him, but I I, I know that he will be really fast on this course. So yeah, I hope to. To, yeah, to stay with him maybe a bit. In the prologue, I think it, it will be really too fast, but maybe in the 26K could be possible. And um, yeah, as you said, we are really four four athletes really close together. It will be a battle uh, for, for these four places. And uh, yeah, what I hope is really to maintain my second place. And uh, yeah, because first place is quite impossible because Remy had... He has like 80 points more and uh, he will be super fast also in the final. So yeah, the, the goal really for me is to to maintain the second place or at least uh, staying in the podium. For, first place would be a, a bit disappointing for me, but yeah. We'll yeah. See. Yeah, no, I definitely get that for sure. And uh, yeah, for the listeners, again, just a little bit of intel. So they have the prologue, which is half points of the normal season um and then the race itself the final is double points um and both on the men and women's side the people that we're interviewing seem to all be doing both because this year's points are so close as we just mentioned so I definitely think that's the move I think you'd kick yourself later if you don't at least try the prologue um well Roberto this has been incredible thank you so much for joining us uh we'll be cheering you on hoping that you also stay on the podium because that would be an incredible finish to already what has been an incredible season yeah thank you very much and thanks for having me and yeah I hope also to do well in the finals thank you this has been the sub hub brought to you by free trail Just a reminder for you guys that this episode is brought to you by Never Second. Check out the show notes for a link to their website, their Instagram page, and use code SUBHUB25 at checkout to get 25% off of your purchase. 